Barony of Wyverley, England, 1187. Son of a whore. Over and over the words resounded through Gabriel, consumed his being, inflamed his soul. Quaking, he turned from the Baron of Wyverley and pressed his hands to the sill. In the valley below, the garrison stood at their posts. Castlefolk went about their duties, and a large cat stalked its next meal. As befitting the burial two days passed, the mood was solemn, and as different from that which tore through Gabriel as a legitimate child was from a misbegotten one. Son of a whore. Horson. He ached to bloody his knuckles. Were he alone, he would make an enemy of the first thing come to hand. I am sorry, said the man at his back. You have been as a son to me. Gabriel swung around. I am your son. Arnaud d'Auvers' gaze wavered. The Lord knows. I wish it were so. It is. Perhaps. But Giles shall succeed me. The third son, whose strong d'Auvers looks could not be questioned. It was the same for the fourth son, nine-year-old Canard. In contrast, Gabriel and Blaise favoured their mother's family. The two eldest were tall, big-boned, dark-haired, and possessing faces so plain as to defy description. But Gabriel had one thing Blaise did not, their father's blue eyes. Still it would have no bearing on his claim to legitimacy. Did mother, such bitter disappointment. There could be no question. Her blood coursed his veins. Did she say I am of another man? Sunlight slanting through the window lit the silver amid his father's thick hair and beard. She did not. A muscle at his jaw spasmed. On her deathbed, she confessed only to cuckolding me ere your conception, and afterward. It was no secret the Lady of Wyverley had engaged in adulterous behaviour during the latter years of her marriage. In the summer of Gabriel's tenth year, he had happened on her in the arms of a man, not his father. He glanced at the canopied bed against the far wall of the Lord Solar, and recalled what he had seen there, how he had loathed Clemencia de Vere, and now it was known her indiscretions went farther back. He was gripped with something so terrible, it made that loathing seem mild. Then she did not know if it was you, or another who sired me. I did not ask. Gabriel's stride scattered the herbed rushes, causing the scent of mint to spring upon the air. He halted before his father. Why did you not ask? Her confession was me to the priest. She was unaware I heard. Gabriel's fist shook with the effort to keep them at his sides. For this, you set me aside. The baron's mouth tightened. When I leave this world, I shall do so knowing Wiverley is in the hands of a devere just as it has been for over a hundred years. The self-control Gabriel's knighthood training demanded of him, containing the tempest, he silently cursed the woman who birthed him. Because of her, he would be set out like a flea-infested dog. Everything that was to have been his forfeited. Title, Lance, Betrothal, the son who would one day succeed him. Knowing if he stayed he would do something he would regret, he stepped around his father. You will be provided for, the baron said with such desperation, his voice was hardly recognisable. Gabriel turned. On the chance you are wrong. Arnaud de Vere rarely showed the depth of his emotions. 
but pain and regret grooved his brow and convulsed his mouth. You are a son any man would be proud of, though you may not be of my body. It does not change my feelings for you. Of course it does. It changes all. Not if you allow me to provide for you. Gabriel had no intention of taking the scraps his father offered, and despite all that was unholy, Arnaud de Ver was his father. Still, he said, What do you propose? Hope glimmered in the older man's eyes. When your training for knighthood is complete, a year hence, I shall give Shard Castle into your keeping. <laughs>